This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Father John Rutten. And we're broadcasting today from St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We've had a really interesting show, I think, Father, this morning, even though it's been a lot Very of unexpected show for Holy Thursday of all days, too. I know, I know. <laughs> but maybe in a way, this is like, this is the church. This is the priesthood. Like This is it. To this is us. Really, the least, you know, serving the least, becoming the least, seeing that among the least, the most powerful things happen, you know? I know. Well, and when you were um, talking about Holy Thursday in the first segment... And you were talking about serving others. I was just like, it's so fitting that we have Andrew on yeah, as our last guest. So, Andrew, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. My name is Andrew Hewitt, and I am the Director of Development and Marketing here at the Banquet in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're a feeding ministry um, that has two physical locations here in Sioux Falls, and um, I always feel like people know who we are, but just in case you might not be familiar with us, we uh, serve serve the hungry. So uh, we, we feed anybody who's hungry and anybody who's in need that can get to us here in Sioux Falls. So we have yeah. two physical locations that provide 16 meals a week. So, yeah, yeah that's, I love that's it. a little bit of our place, yeah. Well, and so many of our listeners, Andrew, so we cover 10 dioceses in five states, right? So a lot of our listening audience, when we say banquet, they think of RPR's banquet. So we have a little fundraiser and we call it a banquet. But then I'm like, right? no, but here in Sioux Falls, that's totally different. <laughs> it's the banquet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> for Easter, what does the banquet look like for Easter for those that are hungry? We serve uh, Easter dinner on Saturday for our lunch. Um, we are we're never open on Sundays, so we we don't have an offering on Sunday, but we do a, a full ham dinner on Saturday. So mm. um, a full spread like you and I would have at our homes, or presume that we would have at our homes. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be here on Saturday um, serving whoever whoever needs us. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's a great time. I saw uh, you sent over some notes, and the hunger doesn't take a holiday. That's one of kind of our mantras is that, you know, we always are looking for that next day off and stuff like that. And it's, no, they're, they're, the people who need us, they need us all the time. So we we got to yeah. be here for them, and we're, we're here for them, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. my sister has five kids, and she's like, they expect to be fed every day, you know? <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Right. <laughs> She'll say that about her own children. She'll be like, and they expect you to take them to school. And, right. Know. How dare they? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> well, and I always love having the banquet on and different areas, the, the places that are open 24-7 like that, because um, I think with COVID, the banquet, you really struggled with volunteerism, haven't you? Absolutely. So that's probably probably our biggest um, need right now is, so prior pandemic, we really heavily relied on groups from churches or businesses or families or neighborhoods and stuff like that of like 25 to 30 people, which um, we've learned now is just not maybe the most realistic um, expectation to have people with that big of social circles or comfort with that many people being around, you know. So um, we've really seen a shift to more individual needs, or it's not uncommon that we get a call from 
uh, business here in Sioux Falls, and they'll be like, hey, well, we can bring eight or ten. And what we say now is, no problem, bring those eight to ten, we'll be happy to work with you. And then we have a substantial database of individuals who we call our angels who get uh, periodic updates on um, our needs that are ever-changing with illness and everything else that's going on in the world. So uh, we send out a call for, hey, this group is bringing 10, we need 5 to 10 more, and those people show up, and they, they, they help fill those gaps, and we, we keep trucking along. I love it. That's so important, and I always want to be able to highlight um, some of these groups just to remind people that they're out there and they still need our help. And I, I would suspect the holidays are probably easier for you to fill, aren't they? Yeah, the, the, the Thanksgiving, that <clears throat> mid-November to late December, um, the, the holiday brings out that those feelings in um, everybody to um, be a good neighbor and to serve one another and to help help out um, those in need. And, you know, we've been blessed here recently where our, our volunteer calendar seems to be trending in the right direction, but as we get deeper into the spring and into summer even, um, I'm not with the weather in Sioux Falls today. I'm not sure that summer is ever coming. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but as we get into the the summer seasons, uh, that we always see a drop off. So again, I would invite those who have um, where, where I wanted to finish my thought with uh, with the individuals is that now you know if you have a free free Tuesday night and you wanted to stop down and just see what we're about and the extra set of hands, we're always we're always. Um, accepting of those sorts of individuals and, and uh, units that can come in and help on a, on an as-needed basis. So, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's a really rewarding experience. I know I was uh, had a different interview this morning I was sharing with that. It was very interesting. We had a gentleman who has had some pretty significant health struggles for quite a long time. I think he was recently hospitalized for his either 12th or 13th heart attack. I can't remember oh which one gosh. it was. But when he was out, the, 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 there was a buzz within the dining room. I work every Wednesday night in the dining room, and there was a buzz about, oh, where, where is this guy? Where is he? And then he happened to come back the night I was in the dining room, and it was so fulfilling in the fact that ever, there was so, countless people came up to hug him and welcome him back and just check in on him and, and you know, tell him that they were, they were thinking of him and that they missed him and stuff. And I always tell that this guy also has an interesting backstory in the fact that he, he's, uh, he, I would consider him probably a working poor. So he works a full-time job, and he's a bigger guy, so I always laugh because I'm a bigger guy. But I can just picture him <laughs> leaning back in his chair, and he takes his hands and he hits his, he slaps himself in the stomach, and he goes, this here is bought and paid for. I come here for the community. And that was just an exclamation point when he was out, and then he came back about what a community it is. Um, so it's really interesting. I've been at the banquet for a couple years now, and um, I've always, I always thought there was this big canyon between the, the quote, us and them, right? Mm. So, you know, between the, the volunteers and the, the, um, the guests. But as I know more and more people who are eating with us, it's that line is pretty scarily thin most times where it's mm-hmm. like a bad bacteria or bad lucker um, or just, you know, I, I'm not a big excuse guy, but there are some just poor situations that people get themselves into um, just through life and in the circumstances around them. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to get to know some of these folks a little bit deeper. Yeah. Well, and that's what I love about the banquet is that you guys have stayed um, independent. And so um, if somebody is listening and they do struggle to put a meal on the table some evenings, um, what does the process look like if you were to arrive at the banquet for the very first time for dinner? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we serve um, at the two locations. Um, uh, our evening meal um, is served from 6 to 7.30, um, and then our breakfast is served from 7 to 8, Monday through Friday. So you simply just have to get um, get to our building here in Sioux Falls, either at 8th and Indiana or at 5th and Marion on the west side. And um, usually about 4.35 o'clock, people start lining up. Um, and then we open up our doors at 5.30, and then we have a welcome area. So you just simply have to get in line. I always joke as the development director, I'm writing grants. So my favorite part and my least favorite part about our ministry is that we don't qualify anybody. You don't have to prove your identity. You don't have to prove an income threshold or anything like that. You you just show up, and you get in line, and you, you come into our building, and you, you get in line with our guests. And as we open up the doors, then you get a little token. And that's how we count how many people we've served. And you, you grab your token, and you go through a line and there's always a, a good meal that's uh, waiting for you on the other end and no judgment you'll feel a lot you'll like I said community you'll you'll get to meet a lot of really cool volunteers and people who have servant hearts to come and help and you'll get to meet a lot of really cool people who who do eat with us on a very routine basis and there's no judgment and no no qualifications so the development part of that is with a lot of grants I write they're asking about you know what demographics do you fulfill here here and here and it's like well mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> so yeah. I have to give best guesses, which is always an adventure. So, so yeah, you just simply get in line and come on in. It's that uh, easy. Amazing. Thank you for what you do. You know, when in so many ways, uh, tonight we celebrate the uh, Holy Thursday and that third dynamic that we began the show today talking about this service. Like, um, And sometimes service hurts. It doesn't, you know, and I think not only you're saying there's no qualification that's sometimes the best and the worst you know it's like yeah sometimes to do the lord's work you're put in a situation where you're like oh 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 you know <laughs> not, not this far not this much not this one right uh, uh and and also in volunteering you probably see this often but sometimes volunteering we turn into something that we like so we, right. we we volunteer how we like to, and then the real need arises, and then there's no one to do the real need. Uh, so if now the real need is we need volunteers at the banquet, then do we have the ability to respond to that? You know, I know we at the parish, I think we're there in maybe a couple weeks or something, but you know, it's like, oh, this is more important. It's nice to have it as just the thing we do every year for the parish. Right. But are we really doing it for the parish or are we doing this because there's a need in our community and maybe we need to do it more? Hmm. Or maybe people need to stop waiting for somebody else to organize it for them. Well, isn't that the truth? And call the banquet and get eight of your friends together. Who doesn't have eight friends? Who doesn't have 10 friends? Who doesn't have... Well, now you you're know? making me feel self-conscious. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's kidding. that's as a priest. Otherwise, we're waiting for the priest to do it or the parish to do it. I know. What if we all took seriously? <laughs> yeah. Took seriously. Like, I, as a Christian, am called to serve those in my community. Hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's not something I like. It's something I'm called Right, and I, I I think that's a big thing um, as the as a big um, roadblock in a lot of people coming is the you know to actually commit into and lock into a date um, is is a challenge, and I know there's busy lives. I'm I'm guilty of it myself. I, I echo your thoughts, Heather. I'm trying to feel self conscious as I have a young family at home, so just well, I was saying I don't have eight friends. <laughs> <laughs> Heather was a little nervous. She's like, I'm oh kidding. no. <laughs> Well, maybe I'm calling your bluff. I'm calling your bluff, Heather. I bet if you called the office here at the you'd, you'd you'd be surprised how full your cup would get. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I think too we t- we tend to make a lot of excuses. 
you know, but, uh, before we get into any of that, we need to take a break, Father. Yes. <laughs> so, Andrew, will you stick with us through the break? I would love to. All right, folks, more with Andrew Hewitt from The Banquet here in Sioux Falls right after this break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. When we're baptized, we're grafted in the royal priesthood of Jesus Christ. We have a responsibility. We have a duty just because you're baptized. And when we do that, we fulfill something deep inside of us because God wants to use us to spread the gospel. And you might say, well, that's somebody else's job. Well, no, it it isn't. It's your job. It's your duty. It's your responsibility. People are starving to hear the truth. they, They want to know that there is hope in this world. They want to know that they have a purpose. They want to know that there's a reason that they exist. And they want to know that they matter. And Catholic Radio Station does all of that. And so, and when we contribute, people will know deep, uh, they'll hear the gospel message and they'll know deep in their heart there is a God that loves them, a God, a God who died for them, a God who wants to spend eternity with them, and that there is hope. You know, we need to give people in this day and age, you know, hope, and Real Presence Radio gives us hope. back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Father John Rutten. And we're talking uh, today with Father... Father. <laughs> just <laughs> just converted him to Catholicism and given him a title. <laughs> well, he's a father. He's a father. <laughs> he is a father. Andrew Hewitt from the banquet. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Andrew. My pleasure. All right. So we've been talking about the banquet um, and you're serving your Easter meal on Saturday um, can we dive into a little bit about um, how the volunteering aspect works? Because you, I, every place is different. And one thing that I've always, okay, Heather's truth. So I always go if there's a group going. I never initiate it myself because I'm always worried about the funds. Because, sure. Um, mm. Yeah, so Oftentimes, we have groups that, uh, as well as volunteer, they sponsor the meal. And um, we've been blessed through this pandemic that we've had a lot of uh, community support and regional support to help uh, keep that uh, fund a very healthy amount. So I would even go as far as to say that at this current state that, you know, if, if you have the time, 
show up and or give us a call and, and let's get something on the calendar. Um, don't worry about the money. You know, I think um, as we um, investigate into the future, I I, I hope because I know that is a big um, roadblock for a lot of people to volunteer. It's not only do we want your time, but we want your money too, and that's uh, mm-hmm. that's a fun ask for most. So um, <laughs> yeah. you know, right now. Um, you know, I think if you have the if you have the time or capacity to come down and help, um, we kind of look at the, the like an evening meal, for example. We kind of look at it in two shifts. So um, when we serve from six to seven thirty, we like a small group to be here um, between um, two o'clock and five o'clock. Which I know that's also a conflict with work schedules and stuff like that. But if you have the if you have the capacity to come at two to help prep a meal, um, we try to be efficient with that and get that all the food prepared you know cooking experience required you we have a kitchen coordinator who kind of helps give the direction there so uh, it's mainly just chopping vegetables or stirring macaroni or just basic basic kitchen tasks so that's not too tricky um so that's a two to five shift and then we have our, our serving shift is five to roughly eight so um, that's kind of the, that's the evening shift where you actually get to interact with the guests more, and you get to um, actually dish the food on the on the plates. And like I said, to get to know the guests more, you get to hear those stories and um, hear hear their hardships or their successes. I know I was telling a story before the break about uh, more of a hardship situation, but another story I can quick share is I know we have a, a guest here who I often tell. Um, tell our volunteer groups when they work with me on a, on a weeknight of we had a guest at the beginning of the pandemic and the first night he was here he was sitting in the back corner and he was intentionally isolating himself and when you looked at him his appearance was he had two black eyes in a in a scum up face so immediately the human nature is to jump to judgment of oh he must have gotten to a, a fight or something like that mm-hmm. but then he came up to me at the end of the night and he goes hey i need to i owe you an explanation and he was crying and i go you don't owe me anything thank you for being here tonight and he goes oh i was i'm staying over at the bishop dudley house and i was walking to a restaurant to watch a ball game and i woke up in the back of an ambulance and i go oh no and he goes yeah here i found out i have a seizure disorder and oh, here no. he had had a seizure and had face planted oh. on a sidewalk. So he was just in a really bad spot and just down and out and just really, you know, like, a bad, like I said, a bad spot. And then um, he he actually um, came back. It was a couple months ago now. But he, he stopped in and he was he was crying again. He goes, Andrew, I, I, I owe you an explanation. He goes, I, I have a job. I'm, I have an apartment now. And he Aww. was just so... And he, he had, he had, so I had seen him at his, his valley and I saw him at his peak. And there's not many times that people can say that they experience those sorts of things. So I know from a self gratification point, that was one of those things that as cruddy of a day as I could be having at work to, to hear of a person persevering and working hard to get out of a bad spot and to be successful in that is just huge. And then it's fun because I've kind of developed a friendship with this gentleman now. And he actually even called me this week and he goes, Hey, I I just was kind of feeling lonely with the holiday week or the Holy week here. And just, You'd be a friendly voice, and I said, "Well, I appreciate that, friend, but I I do have things I need to work on this day." So, so that's that's I love it. Manage manage those things. So, so yeah. So there are ways for individuals to get involved that way um, without the financial piece um, over their head. So just give us a call; we'd be happy to work those these all situations out. What is the policy with children? Do you have children that volunteer? Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of another one of those those. 
gray area one. So to be in the kitchen, you have to be 13. That's just the one safety rule, just because we have knives and hot items and stuff like that. Um, um, so 13 is kind of the, the breakdown. But I always say that, you know, if you have a responsible 7- to 8-year-old to 9-year-old that can help, like, white tables and stuff like that, we can usually find a job for them. So yeah. um, I, I'm more laissez-faire about that because I think it's important for – um, families and kids to be um, to see um, some of the homeless community or the people who we serve community just to see, you know, that it's not. I always joke about my kids about how, you know, when they get mad at or frustrated with me about how I put the spaghetti sauce on the noodles and they won't eat it. I just go, no, you have to see some of these kids who, who no, they they ate. Um, uh, sauerkraut and dumpling and sausage <laughs> dish last night, and they didn't blink twice. They just smiled and mm-hmm. ate it. There's no, there's no Cheez-Its or cheese sticks or um, goldfish later. It's uh, this is what you're eating tonight. Um, yep. So I think it's important to have those perspectives to not know that it's all just mm-hmm. the, uh, the gimme gimme's is what we kind of have in our house sometimes, personally yep. speaking. So. Yep. Beautiful. Well, if people in the Sioux Falls area are interested in volunteering, where can they go, Andrew? Yeah, so if you go to our website, um, we're in the process of changing our, or updating our website from, uh, we had a, a former a hand-coded system where um, people would fill in their group information, and with a shift to the individual needs, we have a sign-up genius. So if you go to our website, which is The Banquet, so T-H-E-B-A-N-Q-U-E-T-S-F.org, so again, TheBanquetSF.org, there's, there's a button that says serve a meal, and you click on that, and then that should link you to a calendar, and you can see where where our current needs are. So if there are current needs, there will be a little button on the bottom of the day that says sign up. Otherwise, if the day is full, it will say slots full. So nice. if you go to our website, that's the easiest way to independently investigate. Otherwise, if you give us a call at our office, or one of our staff or volunteers would be happy to help you navigate that system and get you a, find you a spot that would work for, for everybody's schedules. And our phone number is uh, 605-335-7066. So, again, our website is thebanquetsf.org, or our phone number is 605 605- Three three five seven zero six six. Wonderful. Thank you, Andrew. Yes. Thank you for joining us, and uh, blessings on the rest of your Holy Week. Well, thank you so much. You as well, and to all the listeners, happy Easter. All right. Thank you so much, Andrew. Hey, appreciate the opportunity, and hope to see some of our list- other your listeners here soon at the banquet, and we'll have a Absolutely. great time. Absolutely. God Sounds bless good. you. Very good. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll be- all right, so that was Andrew Hewitt from The Banquet um, here in Sioux Falls. It's a, a service that feeds the hungry. And I would just encourage any of you who um, might not have served at your local soup kitchen to maybe think about that as the summer months come along. He said the summer months are really hard to find people to volunteer for that. So check out your local soup kitchen or other organizations that might need volunteers at this time of year. So. Well, that was a pretty good wrap-up to Holy Thursday, wasn't it, Father? I think it was great. <laughs> I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I didn't say, wait a minute, don't you no. know what day it is? <laughs> no. That's what everybody said to me. You want me to interview when? <laughs> so, we're going to head on up to Fargo. And Eli, can you tell us what's happening for Real Presence Live tomorrow? 
Well, yes. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So instead of Real Presence Live tomorrow, since it is Good Friday, you'll hear uh, at 7 a.m. Central, instead of the Sunrise Morning Show, we're airing the, la- the Last Seven Words of Christ with Bishop Robert Barron. Then at 10 a.m. Central, it'll be the Celebration of the Lord's Passion with Pope Francis live from Rome. So you'll want to tune in for that. There's also a whole lot more uh, other special programming going on during uh, the whole Triduum. So this evening, um, I don't have it right in front of me, but this evening, uh, I believe it's around 4 or 5, uh, we'll be uh, airing the uh, Holy Thursday uh, Mass. Um, like I said, there's uh, the Pope's celebration tomorrow for Good Friday. And then we've also got uh, the Easter Vigil on uh, Holy Saturday and some special stuff going on on Easter Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. But then Monday, we're sort of back with the best of Real Presence <laughs> sort Live. Sort of back. <laughs> uh, so this is some segments that we thought were good from last sh- uh, shows re- in recent history. Uh, you'll hear Straight Talk with Father Richard Kunz. Don Kinsler will give us some tips for planting your garden this summer. And Christine and Bruce Bartholomew will share their conversion to the Catholic faith. So all that and a whole lot more is coming up over the next few days here on The Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. All right. Thanks so much, Eli. Yeah, we looked at EWTN's programming for uh, Good Friday and we're like, yeah, they kind of trumped us this time. <laughs> They've got really good things coming up and you've got the Pope and, and Bishop Barron and, you know, you're just like, yeah, we're going to do EWTN. <laughs> it's always good to have a place where you're like, yep. Let's go that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, Father, it's been a joy hosting with you this morning. Thank Always you for, a joy to have you here. For allowing yep. us. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. Yeah. You want to part us with a blessing. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the God of goodness, truth, and love, who has opened your hearts and minds, continue to guide you in his way and provide you his grace this day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.